Well, welcome everyone to Love vs. Hate. My name is Anne, and I am your old-fashioned nerd. And I'm Emily, your mainstream millennial. And on this podcast, Emily and I like to debate about things in life that we love and that we hate. And most times we don't agree. <gasps> Aww, she did it! Did you I hear did that, it. everyone? I did it just for you, Anne. And you know what else I just realized? Tell me. You talk really slow. Um, yes. Okay, so I have noticed whenever I do the intro that I tend to do it in this sort of fast cadence. And so I try purposefully to change it up each time. And usually that means I just end up going slower. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I change it up. You Uh, know me. I do not talk slow normally. You know me. Yeah, normally she's like, (laughs) you can't get her to shut up, but. It's kind of true. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I actually have to force myself to talk slower. Usually I just take forever. Like I've noticed that I have really long pauses in between some words because I'm trying to think of what I want to say next. And so like just right now, I just pause for a (laughs) a little bit. But yeah, when we're editing, like now Anne just edits all the episodes. But before I was like, sheesh, Emily, think faster. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, girl. Get it out. Luckily, with editing, you can just edit out those little moments of thinking. Mm, yeah. Uh, but I don't theory, think Anne does. Mm-hmm. No, not usually. <laughs> it's real and authentic. That's why maybe I listen to everything in two times speed so I don't have to listen to those pauses. Yeah. See, I am. I when it comes to my podcasts, I like to listen to them regular speed. No, I can't do it. I don't know, man. I just, you know, it's the way that it was, it's just real. And that's the way it was recorded. And, you know, they don't purposefully speed it up in post. No. See, like, when I listen to my audiobooks, I have to listen to them in fast speed, too. Unless the person is an abnormally fast talker, speaker, then I have to listen to it regular. But I normally listen to everything. YouTube videos, podcasts, audiobooks, two times speed. That just means you have a short attention span. Maybe. Maybe Maybe so. I don't know. Anyway, this isn't what we're going to be talking about for this episode. We're actually continuing our Young Love series. Yes. So um, our first Young Love series, we talked about TV shows that we used to love as kids. Um, And on this episode, we're going to talk about some childhood books that were some of our favorites and have stuck with us. So, and, uh, well, actually, before we start talking about our books, I wanted to talk about the library because I have, I just remember always having a library card and I actually still have like my original library card with my little, like, I don't even know how old I was, like elementary school signature on the back. It's like a bright yellow library card. I just loved going to the library. That's so cute. I kind of vaguely remember getting a library card because I was forced to in school. So rude. Like, we had a public library, so it wasn't, it didn't have anything to do with school. Oh, ours was public too, but, um, I just, I I just remember going there as a kid and they, like, made me get one. Which, you know, was probably for my own good. Did I use it now? That's the question. Oh, um... I would go to the library with my siblings and use their library cards sometimes. 
I remember I would always get, my mom would get these CDs. We got Ace of Bass, which is a band, and they sing the sign, the I saw the sign, that song. Oh, uh uh-huh. Yeah, thank you. I did not know them without that. I would listen to that CD like all the time growing up. And so then when Pitch Perfect came out and they sang that song, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Ace of Bass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I felt so special. You Um, should. And then... Yeah, I just love the library. I still love it to this day, and I'm sad that right now during quarantine, we can't go there. Yeah, I wish I liked libraries more than I do. You really need to read the library book, Emily, because I absolutely loved that book, and it's all about libraries. Yeah, You would yeah. like it. I don't really like nonfiction, though. It's, uh, but you need to maybe, just broaden your horizons. I don't have access to it right now. Well, I could. I have a copy. Oh, you can Clorox it off and drop it off. Yeah. Awesome. We can have our own little library renting system. I'll give you one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, But I did have a fun fact. When I was little, I actually, for my career when I was older, I wanted to be, can you guess, Anne? Just give me a wild guess. guess. A librarian. Close. I wanted to be a singing librarian. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my gosh. Which doesn't really make sense because you're supposed to be quiet in the library, but I wanted to just sing in the library and put books away at the same time, which I know that's not all a librarian does is put books away, but that's what I thought when I was younger. And I was like, I love organizing, putting things away, and I love to sing. (laughs) I actually think that this should become a real life thing. I think the singing librarian would be a hit. People would come from miles and countries and from all over the world to see the singing librarian. Yes. Especially because you're a really good singer, so Uh, I think we need to just drop Love vs. Hate and make this happen. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) See us at your library. (laughs) Yep. Um, But... Yeah, I, I, I wish I was more into libraries and cool. It's funny because I feel like normally you might reverse that. Although going to libraries is a very millennial thing, I feel like. Is it? Is it? I don't is know. It? Maybe not. I feel like it's, it's definitely not. It's definitely a nerd thing that I have neglected as my old-fashioned nerd, and I'm sorry to all the old-fashioned nerds out there. I, I just... Yeah, it's kind of surprising that I'm the one who went to the library and you were like, I didn't, I didn't go to the library. I know, I know, right? Well, it's because I had three older siblings to entertain me, and they always had, like, um, I still remember very distinctly when Netflix was not a streaming service, but you could get movies mailed to you. Yep, I remember that. Did you? Yeah. My brother took absolute full advantage of that. Netflix actually probably at the time lost money on him because he had a, like, one-day turnaround policy. He would get the movie, we would watch it, and he would send it the next morning. Like, it was, like, clockwork. And if you missed out, then you missed out because he would just send it back. Like, if he didn't get a chance to watch it, he would still... He just was... It was, like, clockwork. And, uh, yeah, so that's where, you know, I had all the entertainment I needed from that. Like, we would watch, like, old movies together and... Um, you know, and I got a lot of books from my siblings. A lot of the, honestly, a lot of the things that I like is because of them. (laughs) Yeah. Just adapted to what they had. (laughs) So. What a shame. Just kidding. (laughs) Nah, 
No, I'm pretty grateful for it. No, uh, I'm pretty sure that my mom probably still has a Netflix DVD because we never mailed it back. (laughs) But yeah, I remember she got those, but my mom was just so bad about returning them that we just had them for like months and months. And I'm like, are we ever going to watch this? (laughs) Well, that was kind of, I think the original intent was, you know, if you're not taking full advantage of their service you end up giving them more money because yeah you just hold on to movies for forever but not my brother he like i said he was very diligent and netflix definitely lost money on him (laughs) but now everything's streaming so it's a very different world yeah um but anyway let's talk about the books that we picked out that we read as kids okay well i have a couple books in mind but i have two that kind of go together and they're both about like houses and like cleaning <laughs> i i don't know why but like <laughs> the books that like i remember from my childhood a lot of them have to do with like tidying up a house or like helping mommy or just like making sure that your space is clean and so one of them is called we help mommy and it was a little golden book did you ever have those they're like seriously like the size of a coaster and um, they just have like the gold edge it's like there's like a whole series i don't it's not a series but like franchise i guess of it's called little golden books it um, sounds kind of vaguely familiar yeah so this one is called we help mommy it's by gene cushman and pictures by eloise wilkin which i never knew until i googled that and <laughs> <laughs> it's basically just like a teeny little book and it's like we help mommy. We help mommy wash the dishes. We help mommy do the laundry. And it's just like a cute little book of like this little girl and this little boy just helping the mom do the chores. And like, I just remember sitting in my mom's lap and her reading the book to me. And I was just like, we help mommy. Yeah. And I don't know. I Maybe I'm weird and I liked doing chores. And (laughs) I pretended that I was Cinderella when I would do the laundry. I would literally, I had shoes, specific shoes that I would wear to do the laundry. They were black flats so I could look like Cinderella. And... (laughs) um, This is kind of adorable, actually, not going to lie. Me and one of my friends, we, I didn't get any allowance when I was a kid. So... Instead, I was like, hey, can I do some chores around the house and, like, earn some money and give it to, like, a, I don't remember where I gave it to, but, like, some sort of, like, either, like, animal shelter or, like, a cancer kids, whatever, hospital or whatever. And so I would literally, like, get paid 10 cents to go downstairs and get my parents a can of soda or do the dishes or clean the bathroom or whatever. And I would have a list. I would have a bulletin board. And I would write down everything that I would do. And then I had, like, this little container with my money. Wow. I'm so impressed. And I'm also surprised that your parents were only giving you 10 cents. I mean, come on, Mom and Dad. This is for charity. I know. I was like, are you kidding me? It's for the kids. It's for the animals. It's not for me. Aww. That's amazing. I am not one bit surprised that as a kid you had cleaning books. Yeah. That you loved. I feel like every mom wants that book and wants their child to love that book. Yeah. Um, So the next book that kind of goes along with cleaning is called The House That Had Enough. And, oh, sorry, I was going to have you guess. No. I was going to have you guess the books. I'll have you guess the last one. Okay. Um, 
It was. It's called The House That Had Enough. I actually had this at my grandma's house, so I didn't really get to read it that much, only when I went to my grandparents' house, which was two hours away. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, this was made in 1986. The other book was made in 1959, so I like older books. Very, uh... I do too, actually. The yeah. book I'll be talking about is also an older book, but continue. So I looked up the synopsis of the book, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it made me laugh because the girl's name in the book is Anne. <laughs> really? And it says A N N E. Yeah, I approve. So it says, "Tired of being mistreated, Anne's furniture, clothes, and house decide to leave until she promises to take better care of them." <laughs> My furniture would probably say the same thing. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was funny when I read that because I totally did not remember the name of the person in the book. I just remembered her house getting up with legs and feet and all and just moving because it was really mad at Anne because she's just a slob. Ugh. Well, uh, how does it end, though? You have to tell me how it ends. You well, can't just leave me hanging. Then Anne goes to find where her house walked off to. And she's like, why are, Why did you go away? And she's like, you don't treat me with respect. You, I take care of you. I have, like, this whole house for you, and you don't treat me with respect. So if you can treat, treat me with respect, then you can live in me. And she's like, okay, I promise I will. <laughs> uh, I'm sure so. there's uh, a lot of – I love that – you still, it's still definitely on that cleaning theme. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, adorable. Yeah. And so for all the books, you can actually just Google them and there's like YouTube videos of people reading them and flipping through them. So if anybody's curious on what Anne and her house looks like, Anne in this book, not, not I was just Anne. going to say, we might need to clarify, not me, <laughs> but. So, yeah. Um, well, just as you were kind of obsessed with cleaning, I was obsessed with animals. Mm. Animals, like every everything animals. Um, I don't know. Do you remember a series? It was called Animal Arc. Do you remember that? It was every every title was like, what's that called? I think it's alliteration when you have like two mm. letters. Yeah. So like dog at the door, um, fox in the frost. Um, one of the ones I, that that I distinctly remember was Kittens in the Kitchen. Because mm. I was definitely, even at a young age, I was obsessed with cats still. Um, or there was also like Wolf at the Window. Like all of them were some type of alliteration. Um, so I, I, you know, I feel like I didn't actually even read these books. <laughs> I just looked at the cute covers. Because <laughs> I don't really remember them and I couldn't tell you what they're about, but... I'm pretty sure, like, I when I was doing my research, I was looking at a lot of the covers and was like, oh, yeah, I re- that, like, is resonating with me. So I encourage our listeners, look up Animal Arc. It might resonate with you, too, um, to some of the images. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I recognize that image. Yeah. Um, I don't so- recognize, like, those titles or anything, but I feel like I might if I see the photos. Exactly, yeah. Like, I feel like every kid our age, it probably... Like, if you see one, you're like, oh, yeah, I kind of like, because they're probably at like rummage sales and stuff like that. And there's animal a million of them. Or animal yeah. art. Okay. Arc. A-R-K. And there's a million of them, too. It's not just like, you know, here's three of them. There's mm. a whole bunch. Are you looking cool. at it right now? Yeah. I'm Ringing looking at. No. 
Is it like a National Geographic thing? I don't think so. I'm, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yep. Mustang in the mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I recognize these. They're scholastic. Yeah. Puppies in the pantry. Okay. Yep. I remember these. Oh, yeah. Puppies in the pantry. Yes. Okay. So, yeah. So that's, um, I just, I remember having a bunch of those as a kid. Um, and yeah, I uh, had to, so when I was doing my research for this episode, I had to call my mom and my sister because <laughs> obviously with the quarantine, I wasn't able to um, go home. I haven't been home in a little bit. So I haven't been able to look at my closet um, where like all of my kids books were. So I had them go through it and uh, we were finding a lot of old, wonderful gems. Um, and the one I wanted to talk about, uh, I would be very surprised, Emily, if you've heard of it. But if you'd like, I can try and get you to guess. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so it's two animals, um, and basically they teach kids how to make different colors. Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were called the color kittens. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the color kittens, it's also an older one. Um, there's different versions, though. They came out with, like, different... Uh, I think there's, like, three or four. And uh, the color kittens basically... The synopsis is that they want to make the color green, but they don't know how to. And so they end up mixing a bunch of colors together and they get basically every color in the rainbow except for green. <laughs> so that's their that's their goal. Um, but they're really cute. And I think part of the other reason why I liked it is because I always have also liked colors as a kid. I think that's why I ended up going kind of into the art realm um and into the creative realm uh, even as an adult um and so it's yeah it's just like these kittens and they're so cute and they get like all dirty and messy with all the paint and Hmm. it's it's pretty adorable um and i think throughout my whole life i just kind of kept with the cat theme because even as like a an older um, elementary school student and like when I was first reading chapter books some of my first chapter books was a series called warriors have you ever heard of it no I don't think so so basically the warrior series is um it the main character is a house cat but very quickly he wants to join the wild cats that live out in the forest and so he ends up leaving his the comforts of his human home and joins these cats in the wild and it's like whole clans and they're actually pretty the other crazy thing is is they became very popular and so there's like a bunch of series now um but i always stuck with the original like with Firepaw and that sort of thing. Um, if I read it again, I don't know if I would like it. I probably wouldn't. But as a kid, oh, I love... That was like my favorite thing. That When we talked about doing this episode, that was immediately what went in my head. Like I have very distinct memories. I remember going to my mom's room because one of the characters, his name was Gray Stripe, And I think it's in like the second or third book. He ends up leaving Firepaw's clan and they're best friends. And he leaves because of a girl cat that he wants to go be in her clan. And I bawled my eyes out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I remember going to my mom and being like, Mom, Gray Stripe left. And she's like, What? 
<laughs> I was like, in my book, he laughed. And she just starts laughing at me. And it made me feel worse. <laughs> but if I was in her position, I would have 100% been laughing at me, oh too. I'm sure gosh. it was quite hysterical. But it, it still resonates with me to this day. Wow. Stripe, why did you leave him? <laughs> She's still feeling very sad about this. So many emotions. So many. But, yeah, that was, yeah, I always was a big, even Guardians of Gahul. Did you ever read those books? Do you? Does that sound like a book that I would read? <laughs> Probably not. It was about owls. No. And this one owl had to, you know, well, they made a movie. <laughs> so, you know, that's saying something about it. Oh, man. What was, you said you had another book, though. What was the oh, other yeah. book? Okay, so, um. I don't know how many clues I can give. The only clue that I can really give is that it's like a series about one character and the character is a badger. I mean, I want to say The Wind in the Willows, but I already know that that's not going to be the right answer because it's not really about a badger. It's more about a mole and a frog. Well, a toad, really. He's a a toad and a rat. Um, But do you even know what The Wind in the Willows is? Um, I feel like I like have heard of it but i don't think so no oh well i'll have to educate you someday there's a really beautiful um animation stop motion animation with puppets that they did it's so good but Mm. we can talk about that at a different time um a badger is it called badger no it's it's called um well francis is the badger's name yeah no and this particular book is bread and jam for francis and this was, uh, let's see, my notes. Just kidding. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Let me restart. Okay. I kind of want to keep that in. <laughs> you should keep my it notes. for the bloopers. Oh, oh just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> okay. So this book is called Bread and Jam for Francis, and it was made in 1964. Um. So the book that I actually had when I was a kid was actually a, in color. So they colored it after it was originally made, obviously. And so it was really fun and cute. And it's basically about Frances, who is a badger. And she tells her parents that all she wants to eat is bread and jam. And so her oh-so-understanding parents grant her wish and make her bread and jam for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. She goes to school. She's got her bread and jam at lunch. She's like, "Mm, I love bread and jam. And her friend is like, hey, do you want to switch? I want bread and jam. And she's like, nope, I'm eating bread and jam for Francis. And so then she goes home and her parents are having delicious spaghetti. But you know what she's eating? Bread and jam. And then the next day at school, she goes and she her friend is like she's got this elaborate lunch and she's like "Ooh, that looks really good but all i have is bread and jam and she goes home and she has dinner she's got bread and jam and her parents have got some delicious looking food but all she's got is bread and jam and so then she has a hissy fit and she's like i just want something else other than bread and jam and so the next day (laughs) Jeepers, this Francis sounds like a very demanding animal. Um, The next day at lunch, she comes in and guess what she has? Bread and jam. Nope, not today. She, Since she had her hissy fit, her ever so understanding parent is like, okay, well, 
I think you've learned your lesson, so I'm going to give you an extravagant lunch this time. And so she comes, opens her lunch box. She she puts out a doily on her desk. She's got a vase with a flower. She's got salt and pepper shakers, an egg with a holder for the egg. She's got all this stuff, and it's so extravagant. And I'm just like, that just made me want to have, like, the coolest uh, cold lunch ever. Did you That's call fair. it Did you call it hot and cold lunch too? Yes. Okay, cool. I totally forgot that that was a thing until I just said it. Yep. So yeah, that actually made me want to have cold lunch and not hot lunch and have just like the most extravagant lunches ever. So that's bread and jam for Francis. <laughs> so so other than wanting you to have an extravagant lunch, what was the moral of the story? The moral of the story is be careful what you wish for cuz you just might get it. Oh, okay. just kidding. I don't know. That's just okay. what I said it was. Yeah, that, I think that's accurate. Or okay. like variety is the spice of life or something. I don't know. Ooh, I like that one better. That's good. <laughs> that reminds me of the, did you ever read the like Olivia books with the, because there's certain characters I feel like that's kind of like that where they just continue to repeat and they just all have a bunch of different stories. It reminds me of like Olivia or the rainbow fish. Do you remember oh, her? Yeah, I do. I love yeah, her. Yeah, me too. I love the sparkle and all the colors. Yes. And she was so generous with her sparkle scales. So, so nice. <laughs> I hope our listeners are getting a real uh, trip down memory lane with this. <laughs> yes. Um, I also really loved the Berenstein Bears. Um, oh yes that was another one of my contenders the particular book i don't remember what it's called but the one where they have a really messy room and their mom is like you need to clean this up so then they get organized i will always remember the the, (laughs) it was probably the first video game i ever played there was a baron yeah there was a berenstein bears video game and i remember my siblings and i just fighting like to the death for the for control of this game who got to play because we only had the one computer you know at the time growing up yeah um and i couldn't even tell you what the game does or what is the objective (laughs) but i remember playing that thing all the time man i wish we could go back and play those old games that just don't are they aren't compatible for computers anymore oh there's so many good gems i bet We'll maybe have to talk to David, our residential video game expert, and see if he can hook us up. Ghost of Mozart, where you at? Yeah. We're coming. You got to help us. You got to hook us up. Yeah. And then you guys, our listeners, if you enjoyed this episode or if you enjoyed any of our episodes, we would love it if you would write us a review or just give us a rating on the podcast app and tell us what you guys think of us. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys so much for listening. We do really appreciate it. So, Anne, what was your life lesson? I would definitely say that my life lesson is get um, teach your daughters and your sons early about the love of cleaning and uh, just, you know, have only cleaning books in your house <laughs> so that they learn to clean with you and they learn to love it. And then, you know, more hands, the better. And yeah, that's my life lesson. Teach your kids to like to clean. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) What's Um, your life lesson? Mine is to probably just get a library card because you can find so many things at the library. They have movies, video games, books, audiobooks, magazines, 
CDs. Like, they just have everything, and you don't even have to pay for it. And it teaches kids to be responsible, not to, like, ruin things or lose things and return things on time. Emily, will you come with me to get a library card? Yes! Oh, my gosh. Okay. Once this quarantine's over. You can actually get a library card, like, mobile. I mean, not mobile. I don't know why I said mobile. (laughs) (laughs) Virtually. Digital? Oh, okay. Yeah, digitally. I want a physical one. I know. We'll get you one. Okay. All righty.